I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing Michael Caine. My opinion matters, yours will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. Episode 3 of Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here live on YouTube and everybody that's listening in the future on the Apple Podcast or the Stitcher for a podcast app. I have to stop saying iTunes because that's not really like a thing anymore, right? They're yeah, not... iTunes is gone. iTunes is done. I don't I, know what I sound like an right? old man when I say, oh, I was listening to you on the iTunes. <laughs> I had you on my uh, on my like MP3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, the, that's my the temple. Yes, it is. Well, joining us here every week on the Houseboat Timely Jones channel for Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up is Mr. Justin Olimpedo, who is now in the downstairs hey. chair. He used to be up there. Now he's down there. How's your day going, brother? Good, man. Yeah, we had technical difficulties before the episode started this yeah. week. Way to go. Yeah. Not when we were trying to go live. True. Well, kind of when we were trying to go live. Mm. But it wasn't as detrimental as last week. No. You know? And nothing will be as detrimental as last week. It was a great episode for us, but I got to say I am happy to not be taking the bite out of a, a, a fucking cow, cow tongue. That was so gross, man. Yeah. People yeah. have really been responding. People have been asking me about it all week long. Mm -hmm. They're like, how did it taste? Like, it was amazing. It was delicious. Uh -huh. And then I ate the part with the membrane on it, and it was the nastiest. Texture. Just the texture. The texture was so fucking gross. And What's it up, chewed Bernard? for 11 minutes. It chewed in my mouth. I <laughs> it chewed, chewed it. back. It chewed back. Like I feel like it kind of did. It really kind of did. All right, well, Zach will be down here shortly, uh, so it's a good time to introduce our special guests in studio tonight. We have Alicia and Krug, also known as 
the Feeling Good Duo. So a round of applause to them. Yeah. If you're listening at home, applaud them, motherfuckers. Applaud them. Oh, now uh, we'll get into you know you guys in a little bit and really you know jump into your lives and music and everything. But just a quick background for people that don't know. I know you because you guys are kind of our house band now at the Cinder. Not like house band, but you run our open mic. And when somebody needs something, we hire you. Like you are the go-to, uh, uh, the duo or really the trio for you guys. And I always have a lot of fun uh, with your open mics whenever I'm drunk enough to play or sober enough to play. There's that happy uh, little middle there. And I was saying to Justin and Zach, you got that new guitar last week. So I'm like, oh, Uh, what kind of guitar was it, Krug? D'Angelico. Yeah, D'Angelico. Oh, my God, it's so pretty. I'm never bringing my guitar to open mic ever again. <laughs> never doing it. I'm only playing on that. Your old guitar, your, your other guitar was, was phenomenal he as well. She's still bringing that. Oh, oh, what did you name her? Althea. Althea. Yeah. Ooh. Well, Althea is gorgeous. And speaking of things that are gorgeous, we are now joined by Mr. Zachary. Ooh, that was a clean open storm in. Yeah. All right. That's now, what they said when I was born. That was a clean <laughs> open. Good on you, Deb. All right. It's his mom. Yeah, my mom said they watch the show now. They watch the show. Not I'm gonna live, talk. Though. I'm gonna yeah. talk about into your mom so much more now. Now that I know that, because if there's one thing we do when we find out somebody listens, we're like, "What, Mark? You listen? We're gonna mention you every goddamn week, Hi, Mark. just to make you tune in to see if you know, we're talking about you again." All right. Well, um, every week we like to drink some beer, and and we always have a pace beer. We always have a beer that is our just sipping beer. And today we have a weird one. This could have just been our what are we drinking beer. This is 12 Horse Ale Special Edition from the Genesee Brewing Company. Mm. Now, tastes uh, like the piss of 12 horses. Does it taste like <laughs> I like the pronunciation we were saying before. Me and Krug, it's the 12 Horse 12 Ale. Whores. 12 Horse Ale. 12 Horse Ale. Ale. Oh, yeah. It was brewed by 12 whores, seven men, five women, but all whores. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it's not that good, but it's not that bad. It's not nearly as good as the... Uh, what was that shit we had last week? Schaefer's? Schaefer's Schaefer's, Schaefer's Beer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this is better than the you Schaefer's Beer. You think it's better than that? Beer? Now, if it, uh, if it this got warm... It was just called Schaefer's Schoolhouse Beer. Okay, if this gets warm, this might not be that great. It might not be that great. It's really not bad. But it does um, it does the job. I mean, that's pretty much it. It is a good pacing beer. Yeah. But we're not here for pacing. We're here for... What's the opposite of pacing? Getting drunk. Gluttony. There you go. So, without any further ado, let's jump into my favorite segment. Yep. The morning for the bathroom. Cheap booze and crap brews. Reviewing the morning for the bathroom. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was, that was a real fun thing to film. And a real weird noise to hear in the background, the high-speed burps and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the the beers that we are drinking tonight, we have, we have three that we are taste testing uh, this evening. They are all in the same vein. Now, I think we're going to go in the order, uh, just because it's easier for me, how I have it laid out. We're going to go, um, we have three beers. The first is the Blue Moon Light okay. Sky. Then we have the St. Archer's Gold. And then we have the Goose Island so low. Now, Justin can give you a nice up close and impersonal shot of each of them. But starting with the Blue Moon Light Sky, and I want to start with this because I've already had it. 
I didn't think I was going to have it before today, but we, we tried it on Saturday. My roommate's girlfriend had some. Now, these, the whole gimmick with all of these is under 100 calories, low alcohol, low carbs, all of that. So this one, citrus wheat, tangerine peel. It's brewed with tangerine peel, 3.6 grams of carbs, and 95 calories. So it also comes in the super fancy Red Bull uh, style of, of This looks uh, healthier can. than a fat can. It, it just, just does. makes you think skinny. You think skinny. That is what... I mean, I drink Red Bull all the time. It's I look how thin I am. It's subliminal. It's definitely the smell of the citrus. Now, give it a nice little sip here. An ASMR to that mic. I smell grapefruit even. Citrus? Yeah, it's really not bad. Mm. Now, my initial... It, it tastes bad. like it's missing something. Like, it definitely tastes like it's missing something. I feel like this tastes like an IPA that they took the hops. Like, all they did was take the hops. They were making an IPA, like a fruity IPA, like a citradelic or something yeah, along those lines. but it's a wheat lines. beer, right? But yeah. it is a wheat beer, and it feels like they just pulled it out. So... Yeah, the aftertaste is, though, it's seltzer. Seltzer. Yeah, it's seltzer. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like my goodness. It's seltzer. Exactly. And yeah. if seltzer. you were to pour it, I didn't bring out cups, but if you were to pour it into a cup, it is just like a light, light I feel orange. like they were just like, no, nah, cut the beer in half with mm -hmm. seltzer. Ah. That literally could be all they seltzer. did. They took it and they cut it with tangerine seltzer because yeah. they're trying yeah. to compete with all the seltzers that are going all crazy. We did a bunch of them this back last season. This is going to make you burp, though. This yeah. will you make you burp. This, has like a, this is fizzy lifting drink fizz, style. Fizz uh -huh. content. This is. You bumped into the ceiling. You bumped into the ceiling. You bumped into the ceiling. Oh, I wouldn't have a problem Good drinking feel. this, though. Good film. It would be really easy to drink. This is perfect for... Replacing Corona during the summer. If you don't want to, sure. you, like you, you know, you don't drink Corona, but it's summertime. You're at a barbecue, <laughs> and someone's like, "Oh, here's Corona," and you go, "You got limes, right?" And they're like, "Of course I have limes. I'm not a heathen." And then they give you a lime, and you do the whole thumb trick, and you can deal with it because it's cold enough and it's hot enough outside. This I feel like could just straight up replace it. It gives me about the same satisfaction as a Corona with lime. It gives me about that much satisfaction. Any, anybody hating it? Does anybody think that this is terrible? No. On a scale of one to ten, with what you expected, where would you put this guy? One to ten. What are you oh. thinking? Three. Three. Three out of ten. It's fair. Six. Six out know. of ten for you. It's better. I guess I'm going to go about yeah, six or seven because it's better than what I thought it was going to be. Okay. Well, for what this category. Of but beer it's still yeah. not. It's yeah. for Belgian wheat. That is a negative twenty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd rather have a seltzer. Sure. I'd much I'd rather, rather have, have a seltzer. seltzer. Because, yeah, it kind of in that way it tastes like you said cut blue moon with seltzer. It's more like you poured a little bit of orange juice into a seltzer. That's Dude, like, I've become like the seltzer man. Drop. I was drinking seltzer that man seltzer with a seltzer we were, can. Uh, we were out ice fishing the other nice. day. And I love the seltzers awesome. so much. I'm drinking the natty seltzers the are phenomenal. They are the best really? seltzer that has been brewed, in my opinion, by far. It's better than White Claw. It's better than the Bud Light seltzer. It's a little bit more in uh, carbs and sugars, but like literally a couple and of grams more. It's like but it's, it's 6% alcohol as opposed to a 4 or 4.5. That is like the tops right. But God damn, you're right. I'm like, I've had three sips yeah. of that. I'm already burping my ass off. So I'm going to jump right over to the next one on the line. The same palate cleanser. Archer. Yeah, palate cleanser. Good good idea. Now, this good. is the first one of this style that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Like, they came out this before the This has been sitting at uh, Beer Time in East Stroudsburg uh, for a little bit, so who knows how good it is. They are now selling this for a dollar a can. You can just get this for a dollar a can. That's it, not a special? It's not a special. It's just all the time. That is all pretty special. All the time. And I'm hoping at the end of this, I'll say that I would I like this, this better than the Blue Moon. You yeah, like it better than the Blue Moon? I'm not going to spend $30 on a 30-pack of this. So. No, no, but I'll buy one of them. <laughs> 
Yeah, I like this better than the Blue Moon. That tastes like beer. That tastes like that tastes Heineken like almost, or like a, a Pilsner or Kelly. Yeah. Like another European. weird, another weird aftertaste. It. Like I don't. Flat. I honestly flat. get almost nothing on the aftertaste. I think, yeah. I think there was so much citrus in the in the first Blue one? Moon that yeah. I yeah. can't taste. The you aftertaste. can't taste the aftertaste. Yeah. Oh. Now we were looking. It's Saint Archer. Um, is the name of the company, and and it's just Saint Archer Brewing Company. So I've never heard of them no. before. Um, they are technically craft beer. So this is the craft beer answer to the. Is blue this moon the highest uh, the alcohol silent. percentage? This is the highest alcohol percentage. Now the light sky. What were we at on this? The light four. sky. We were at four percent even. Two. This is four point two. Um, it, if you poured this into a glass, not knowing what the real color, I'm assuming it looks kind of similar to the top of the can here. Uh, oh. But if you poured it into a glass, it didn't tell me what it was, and I sipped on it, I would assume it was like some just meh European, old-fashioned yeah. style beer. Like that, Rolling Rock sort of. Yeah, yeah kind of like that, like an imitation European beer. Mm. Yeah. Because it has that, that funkiness that, funk, that a Heineken It has. tastes like it was in a green bottle. Mm-hmm. It tastes yeah. like it was in a green yeah. bottle, for sure. For sure. So maybe now, it has gone bad. <laughs> it might have gone bad, but it might just be high ends. Now, I, I think I've talked about this on the show in the past, but one time... I left a case of Miller Lite outside at a, at a house show that we were doing for a month, and then the next month we did another <laughs> house show, and I took a Heineken, and I took the Miller Lite from a month earlier. I chilled the month earlier, uh, the, the sitting outside from, like, March into April, so hot, cold, hot, cold, and I poured both of them into cups, and I handed them to, I walked around handing them to people and said, which one's a Miller Lite from a month ago, which one's a Heineken, and nobody could tell. Like, oh. nobody could definitively tell me one was Heineken and one was old Miller Lite. Right. Which means to me that if you leave Miller Lite outside, it, could, it doubles in price. It doubles in price. That's what it is. Now, the last beer on our taste here is Goose Island Beer Company's Low-Cal IPA, known as Solo. It is 96 calories. It is technically an IPA, and it is 3% like alcohol. It does it is smell only like an IPA. 3%. Now, would would anybody rank the Saint Archers above the the Blue Moon? Anybody I do like, for sure. You like that better? Yeah. You get that a little sure. bit better. I go for rating? the Blue Moon because of the. It's got the orange flavor. The got citrus. the orange flavor. Yeah, the citrus. I agree. Yeah, I'm on the Blue because Moon side. So <laughs> far, I'm, I think I'm sticking Blue Moon um, uh, as as well. There, there's really no, no this, difference as far as the alcohol. This smells like shit, and it's not going to get you it drunk because like it's only three. Um, yeah. The whole it's idea. It's the best tasting one. I smell sure. a little hoppiness. I smell the it. hoppiness, but the whole idea of hops is like you're going to suffer through the burn because yeah. you get drunk. Like it's not as carbonated as the other two. Canadian mist whiskey and like <laughs> just get the taste of whiskey. I want the burn and I want the fucked upness to it. So here we go. If you haven't tasted it, give it a little sip. It's not as carbonated. It has better flavor. But it's all it. It tastes like IPA water. It tastes sort of. that is. Very watery. That is so but watery. You get There's the IPA on it. It hangs on your tongue still. It hangs yeah, on your tongue. Exactly. You're still but it doesn't. It doesn't do anything else. It just. It's, a it's like bitter. chewing IPA gum. If they made IPA <laughs> <and> chewing gum, <laughs> you're like, hey, do you just want to be like annoyed you're not drunk all day? I got something. This is for, for you. people that are trying to cut back, though. This is. I this understand is the reason. A spot in still, the market yeah. that people. Evidently, you know how you do that. You know how you do that. You probably just pour this into another IPA. You're still doing better. Get a big beer stein, pour a nice nine percenter, and this. I don't know how math works, but I think that makes it six percent. You know, nine plus three divided by two. There is another thing because when we were walking out, yeah, 
the lady at the counter was like, oh, you're putting alcohol with these, right? Oh, she, yeah. You're she was like, oh, you're adding these, right? booze to this, right? So a lot of like, people are doing what? that. No, like, I mean, like, we might, I mean that's what I no. need to sell, sir. Yeah. If well, I go to the bar and I the have white claws? White All right, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens when you add some screwy balls to it. Palate cleanser. Does it make any of it taste better or worse? Screwballs just too damn good. It is. <laughs> do you taste anything from the beer when you do that? No. No? It just no. gave it the fizzy lifting. The fizzy lifting yeah. side of things. <laughs> All right. So if you're looking to cut back, if you're looking to have 20 beers and not get that drunk, I guess the Goose Island, it's the one that tastes the most like a beer up front, but then dissipates yeah. the quickest. Yeah. I'm still on the Light Sky bandwagon, which with you. I really hate that I'm on that side. I always find out on the show I genuinely like beers I think I hate. Like, we did a blind taste test a year and a half ago, and Bud Light won out out of all of us, and we are like, well, fuck us. Yeah, none of us <laughs> wanted Bud Light to win. We were like, no, that's Light obviously Rangers. Miller Light. That's Rolling Rock. I know what that is. Yeah. And then it was Bud Light, and we were like, Oh shit! <laughs> shit! And that's why it's the number one in the country. Yeah. The middle, all the flyover states—they know what the fuck's going on. They—they they got their shit down. They got their shit down. Um, this and, is a Lacroix IPA flavor. Oh. There you go. Yeah. Much, yeah. No. Yeah. Much. I mean, in the way, it's not even supposed to be a seltzer, but it does the same thing a seltzer does. You get the flavor right off the bat, and then everything runs away uh-huh. just really, really quickly. Oh, yeah, I, I get enough seltzers and everybody runs away. <laughs> you get enough anything most people will run away from, yeah. All right, well, we're going to sip on these, and while we sip on these, let's get ready to talk about what's going on in the world. Hit it, Justin. further i have four open beers and i'm going to say that the uh the saint archer is going to be the last one open and full still i, I, have, I, I have the five. dead last loser for me there because i'm still drinking uh, oh I, yeah hibiscus hard lemonade he bought some hibiscus hard oh, lemonade earlier and he's been sipping a little, a little tart for me but it isn't too bad it isn't too bad now what's going on in the world this is uh something that's a little bit more local news and by news i mean something that just happened to me so the other night at the bar there was this dude uh, that before and after every single sentence he said, he said the phrase, true story. True story, man. True story. I'm not even joking, man. True story. Ooh, oh, my God, the blue moon's killing me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it made me realize that that true story is the thing you say when you have, A, nothing interesting to say, and you are lying through your fucking teeth. Nobody ever says true story and follows it up with an actual, true completely story. accurate truth. It doesn't happen. And it fucking bothered the shit out of me. And I was wondering if you guys have any phrases that people say on repeat that you just hear and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, how are you? It's just their filler thing. It's just the thing they throw oh, out boy, there. What do you I got? This one too. Oh, this is phenomenal. 
This is phenomenal. That's phenomenal. That's on the vein. You gotta try this. This is phenomenal. That's on the vein of people going, "Oh, that's so funny." Just fucking laugh. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, what about? As we're talking about this, somebody says, "True story." True story. True story. It was phenomenal. We have a buddy that back in high school, our buddy Steve, when when I was in high school, right after high school, he would always say, "Not gonna lie." Not gonna lie, it was great. Not gonna lie, I'm gonna kick his ass. Not gonna lie, she's got a sweet ass. Not gonna lie, he's got a sweet ass. He would just say, not gonna lie, and you never never really could trust him. And then you learned through life. You probably well, should. Yeah, you probably should. The, the one yeah. I hear a lot, if you ever hung out, hung out with my dad, uh-huh. is, you know? You know? You know? That's transferred on to me. You know? I say that, like, and I catch myself, and I'm like, Fucking Danny, dude. That's his thing. Fucking every Danny. every you got everything me. he says, if you don't say anything back, he'll say you He's know. waiting for you don't confirmation. Have to, even like, that's pretty cool. And you're like, I don't have to say anything. Like, you just, <laughs> it was his statement. Like, you, you know, know? Yeah. you know, like, you know, dude. Hey, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My my ex's uh, this is a weird relationship. My ex's mother's boyfriend uh is the there he is. Every there he is. You walk in a room. There he is. You, you're like anywhere. Like I could be. Like I would be upstairs. I come down and do laundry, and he'd be sitting there without a shirt on, watching TV. Just be like, there he is. And then I would leave the room. And he goes, there he is. And I'm like, do you say anything else? And who else is here? And do you do this to everybody? And then we went to an event with his work, and we were at the Iron Pig Stadium or Coca Cola Park down in Lehigh Valley, and he introduced me to like a couple of people as going oh there he is this is Bob oh there he is that's Joe and I'm like there he is so then every single time I see him there he is there he is there he is and he probably has no clue probably doesn't realize it just comes out what was that um, there's something that people from I always noticed in Jersey that people from like Bergen County have this one thing that I always mocked uh, my, my old guitar player Dan for saying uh it was like a truth be told or something along those lines. But it's just anything like that that repeats itself and repeats itself. And I just shit becomes, you not. I shit you not. Something like yeah. that. I shit you yeah. not. Yeah. 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 But true fucking story. If you're saying true story, <laughs> you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> Especially when you're saying it after being accused of doing something, which is what the situation was. He was accused of doing something. And he was like, true story. I don't remember that happening at all. True story. If I had said that, oh like I would, I would admit to it. True story. True story. Oh, true story. Oh. My mom makes the best lasagna. True story. It's like, well, I don't believe you on anything. I think your mom's lasagna sucks, and I'm not even going to try it. Not worth it. All right. Other things happening. This week was the Super Bowl and woohoo sports. Uh, but the big story, uh, aside from Kansas City winning and snapping 50 years of losing and not making it to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, uh, it always seems to be the halftime show. Now, there's a lot of backlash. Fuck yes. Puppy hell bowl. yes. Give it give it up. I want to see that. That was entertaining as all hell. There was a lot of backlash. Basically, the two things, the two repeating things I saw were people mad that there was so much Spanish being sung and spoken. Yeah, there's a lot and of like, that shit going Okay, around. get over it. <laughs> yeah, uh, really. You really. You're shocked that the girl from Columbia and the chick that was Shakira in the show, or not Shakira, uh, fucking... Uh, uh, Selena in the yeah, Selena, Selena movie. Yeah, well, dude, you're shocked that they're singing in Spanish. If you go also, back through the list, have you ever a lot heard of... their music? Well, yeah, they're that Spanish. Too. 
But if you go through the fucking list of the Super Bowl halftime shows, there's a lot of cultural shit. A lot of cultural shit. Before it was even like 1991, New Kids on the Block were like the first. That was the first band. They had like a band, a group, something like like that. To actually perform on the fucking. And before that, it was all about like college bands, like big bands playing, uh, mixing like a We Are the World style of thing together. So on that level, if if you're pissed that there's too much Spanish in the Super Bowl, go fuck yourself and just learn Spanish. Spanish, really? Go learn Spanish. Get over for the ten seconds. Yeah, but the other yeah. thing that people are going is like, oh, it's a complete whore off. Like, look at them; they're just like, like who can outslap the other? It was. That's what I want. I want. That's what so I want. So the game, I see. You know what men, I don't want? Giant men yes. fucking each other up. <laughs> yes. and then halfway through that, like, right, we're gonna stop this. Look at some hot girls, yep. and then we're gonna get back to the because last year they fucked it up and they gave us yeah. Maroon Five and Adam Levine slowly stripping throughout the oh, performance. Oh, uh, we did oh, uh, uh, what you, you doing with all the nips or yeah. something? Yeah, we wrote a, the next week after we wrote an anti uh, Super Bowl halftime. Yeah, because I was where so bad. Shit on uh, Adam Levine's nipples. But yeah. cut to three, <laughs> cut to three days ago. We're at the Cinder, and I'm sitting there singing along to every single. Maroon 5 song that comes on going do I like Maroon 5? (laughs) (laughs) It happened to me. It's like the Bud Light. Yeah. So I was wondering do you guys think (laughs) Maroon 5 is the Bud Light of bands. It's the Bud Light of bands. You're right. You don't want to admit it but Jesus Christ. Oh, call back already. I dig. All right. Now do you guys have any bands because like again we were saying we were looking through it there have been a lot of like combinations of people that's generally what it is like Prince played on his own before he died, and then he played again after he died. They hologrammed Prince after his death, and, yeah. and that was a little weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. But well, they've had... One too. I mean, yeah, the only one I... True. The one that stands out for me, and the only one that even... It was Black Eyed Peas, and it was terrible. Yeah, I really liked... was a bunch of terrible. Black Eyed Peas right? was bad. Bruno yeah. Mars was one of the best performances I mean, I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, i because With he, Mick Jagger? Uh, was that Mick Jagger? It was, uh... Okay, no, he was on it twice, though. He was on it twice? Okay. Because there was a Mick Jagger Rolling Stones one. But it wasn't just him every time. Bruno Mars was a part of that, and that was actually pretty good. And there was, Well, one was Bruno Mars and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers, that was that. And then there was... There definitely was a Rolling Stones in sync mashup in, like, 2000, 2001. But one of the ones that I always think back to was... It was actually the first night in my life I ever consumed alcohol. I was hardcore straight edge in high school. And you mean when you were 21? No, no, no. I'll allow that. One. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was 21, uh, more than 21. Late. And it was at least seven years ago, either way, what happened. Uh, but we uh, we were at my buddy's uh, uh, parent, or his, his dad owned a cafe. We were watching the Super Bowl inside the cafe on Crystal Street. And our buddy, the aforementioned Steve, uh, pulls out a bottle of Jack Daniels, and we both fill up a half a glass, like half a pint I mean, glass was of Jack this Daniels. Steve broke edge this is me and Steve breaking edge for the first time. We we're like the last ones in the crew to not like have drunk, so we poured half a glass of Jack Daniels and we downed him. And then we're worried why we didn't get drunk and why it tasted so bad. And, like we were all real confused. But at that party, Paul McCartney was the halftime show, okay. and I can appreciate that until one girl in the room. Starts going. Why the hell does anybody care about uh, Jesse McCartney's dad? And I'm like, and Jesse McCartney, it's such an old reference. Yeah. Now yeah. he was a pop star in 2003, 2004. He was in that fucking uh, Joaquin Phoenix Walk the Line movie, playing yeah. Elvis. Like he okay. was, 
he was somebody, but this chick had no idea who Paul McCartney was and thought it was Jesse McCartney's father. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. And it just leads me to believe that there is no way to make any, it, there's never a way so to make everybody way. happy, but Paul McCartney, like, you can't just get behind Paul McCartney being the performer. Like, you're going to know at least one song, you're going to not be offended by anything he does, and still somebody was sitting there going, this fucking old piece of shit, like, no, get him out of here, who cares about that? Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I don't I, get uh, it. I really liked when Lady Gaga did it. That was three or four years oh, yeah, ago. That was yeah, Lady Gaga's really good. good. I like her. I feel like you have to do a, a collaboration thing. You have to get a, a couple of people in, or you have to give it to somebody like her or Katy Perry, because Katy Perry went nuts. Oh, I and she had Snoop Dogg. She had everybody showing up. And so it was like collabs, but it was yeah. mainly her. Um, I think it, it's an entertainment thing. Like It's purely, it's not for the people watching the football game. That is for everybody that's suffering through the football game. Now right. you get a break. You get commercials, and now you get this break. Once a year, you are forced to watch one football right. game, and this is <laughs> this is your reward. Yeah, you're never gonna make everybody happy. So again, if you're mad about the so Spanish, the if you're mad about the ass, the football fans, go away. I get to watch football most of the year. Yeah, and then once a year, I have to deal. With you have to suffer with one halftime show. Yeah. Exactly. Now, the other option would be, let's just go back to, like, uh, marching bands, and then there would be, like, a professional level of marching <laughs> bands, and there could be a competition to get to it. Like, you could really more, fucking... More fucking... Uh, that's really part of it, no matter what. Other yeah. channels need to start doing shows for halftime. They yeah. do, though. Yep. They, so, other certain channel, other channels, oh, yeah. there's time there, things. Like, yeah. uh, Puppy, Puppy Bowl? Bowl? Well, Puppy, Puppy Bowl, Bowl but I mean, like, Beavis and Butthead used to do but one. There was, yeah. a, there was an animation <laughs> thing. You know? I saw the commercial for it. It was late. It was on YouTube. A uh, whole stoner, trippy animation thing that played during halftime oh, yeah. li live on YouTube, I think. Awesome. Okay. Well, you could up, switch to that, if, yeah. you know, if that was what you Growing up, we always watched uh, the Super Bowl at our church or at a church event, and they would never show the halftime show because, you know, Jesus might not like it. Uh, <laughs> so they would show us uh, bloopers during the commercials. We would not be allowed to watch the commercials because they're advertising beer. And yeah. then the one year we actually had Reggie White in person preach to us. Oh. In front of everybody, like two years before he died. Wow. Um, That's wild. And it was absurd. This he is in New York? No, at ESU. He oh. was here at ESU. Holy shit. Every church shit. in the area kind of all grouped together. We went there. And wow. I'm sorry, all of the non Catholic churches. You guys weren't invited because you get babies wet and shit. And. You have to talk in a box, and we don't like that whole thing. Um, but everybody else was invited. And so that was our halftime show was like that, or like Team Impact, the muscle guys that rip phone books apart and oh break fucking chairs over their head or whatever the that, fuck they yeah, that's did. That's a great thing. Instead oh, of it was beer. amazing. Instead yeah. of beer and instead Violence. of watching somebody, a dude breaking a bat over his neck for Jesus, you know? Rich, <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. What was he bringing up? He said people also need to realize how how crazy it is to construct a stage and set it up Dude. and set in up sound in five minutes. I see a lot of bitching about lip syncing, but it's honestly hard not Dude, to do with how much they're dancing can go wrong. their asses I, off. I couldn't see yeah, that or dance that. I feel like no. Cares. I mean, I feel like the only real way that it would work to get an actual like group would be to have like something like the gorillas where it's an actual massive screen that okay. opens up. Yeah. 
And it's because it's an animated fucking but band. But see, for that, or like that's only good clock. for like one side of the crowd then. Yeah. You know, got that. The other half is getting the I mean, they side. have enough dancey shit that they could just do a fucking remix with but some other the artists. It's the butts that matter, so. Yeah, Honestly, that's why this year's was a win. There were, <laughs> I mean, Shakira and J-Lo, both Shakira. of their, their hips do not lie. They tell no. the truth time <laughs> my, and time again. But the whole time, my dad oh, kept True story. True story. Man, story. I, lo- I love Shakira. You True know? story? You love Shakira? Yeah, I believe you. My mom, I my mom was too. like, shut up. You just like the way she shakes her ass. No, but I She's like, like her. And I don't no, like her no, I like Shakira. <laughs> she, hey, just because she shakes her ass She's doesn't amazing. mean she doesn't have She's great amazing. music. She, yeah. It's like the most infectious music. I realized watching that how many J-Lo and Shakira songs I know <laughs> almost all of the words like to. Like Maroon 5. Yes, like Maroon 5. I'm starting to realize something about myself. <laughs> I wish Wyclef would have come out, though. Oh. The horns. Oh, Jean. Yeah. Yeah, because he's on that song, yeah. you know? That would have been cool. Yeah, there weren't a lot of other people. They did bring Just J-Lo's daughter on stage. Yeah, that was kind of neat. That was cool. I'm glad her mom redressed for yes, that part. Yes, yes. She did, you notice that? She got a little <laughs> bit more modest there. And then I got confused because I had to, like, go... In, I was working, so I had to go in the kitchen, and I turned around, and they're still talking about J-Lo's daughter, and I look up, and it's Shakira again, but it's, like, her ass, and I went... <laughs> Oh no! Oh, oh no! Because I'm thinking that's a pretty nice looking butt. Well, how old is this daughter of? I mean, JLo's 50, and that's impressive for a body at 50. Um, yeah, but I'm like, her daughter could be like 20, right? She could be 20. Oh, it's her daughter with Mark Anthony. Oh, she's like 12. She's 12. And then someone goes, "God, that's Shakira." And I went, "Thank Jesus! Thank Jesus! That 41 year old lady is." Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Oh. All right. Well, speaking of uh, uh, beautiful, we're going to jump into our first song of the evening, our featured single from Sweet Nest, one of our longtime contributors here to the show. Um, The single is uh, called Detached, and it's off their new split EP, Bearings, which is a split with a fellow Scranton Wilkes-Barre-based band, A Fire With Friends. If you like what you hear, you can go check them out at Sweetness PA on Instagram. You can also find them Spotify and YouTube. And next week, we will be playing a song from A Fire With Friends also off of this EP. So it's kind of a part one of two for this week and next week. Without any further delay, let's jump right into Detached. Again, this is from Sweetness. You can find them Instagram at Sweetness PA and also available on iTunes. Uh, or sorry, YouTube and Spotify. I gotta stop saying fucking iTunes. I'm an old man. Yeah, don't exist are. no more. Yeah. No it more does. Man. And it's, I still use it, it every does. fucking day. But it doesn't. It's, gotta, it doesn't have support anymore. It's not so supported. It's away. But we're gonna support this. So here it is, detached from Street. It'll turn it's into Apple, something it's else. It's just Apple Music now. Well, yeah, on, yeah. The, on my computer, it's still called iTunes, okay? Well, you can rename yeah. anything. You can call it iTunes if you want. It's not a big change. Ass music. Ass music. I use ass music. This is definitely not ass music. Here's Detached from Sweetness. We'll see you guys in a couple of minutes.
from Sweet Nest off Bearings, the split EP with A Fire with Friends. Again, we'll be playing a song from A Fire with Friends. I mean, we were all just kind of saying while we were listening to it, the, the girl, Amanda, amazing voice. Like, such a well-controlled voice. She has her sound, and if you listen back to past episodes or just go back and listen to her music from the last couple of years, she's kind of always seemed to, like, she's known who she is. She knows what her sound is, but the production quality is getting better she's her and her band they're just getting tighter so definitely keep a, an eye out for everything coming out from from sweet is Nest that out there. already that is i believe that is already dropped yeah it's okay, available cool. you can find it on spotify you can find it on uh youtube um uh, not sure about apple music slash itunes but <laughs> i i know you yeah. can find it on those other two platforms now every week uh the three of us sit down and we like to write record mix and master an entire song in about four hours. Zach comes up with an idea, and usually we're working on an album of sorts. And right now we are working on an album called The Epitome of Definition that is a math rock album. So this is our third song on that album. Zach, yeah. what uh, what went into the thought process behind the song, and what is the name of the song this week since we're doing definitions of words and really diving into what that word means and the emotions they evoke? Gloom. Gloom. <laughs> Um, it's sad. It is very sad. Um, I was just playing around acoustic yesterday. I was playing inverted th uh, major thirds. Mm -hmm. Your major third is happy, mm -hmm. but when you play in it, it inverted, it has this nasty quality to yeah. it that makes it sound not happy anymore. Yeah. Um. So that was like the main riff came to me by just trying to. Take something pretty and make it sound not pretty. Now, but mathematically, it's pretty. it's pretty, but it's <laughs> not. Yeah. Were there any specific bands? I know we've got uh, our, our required listening list that you sent us before the season. Uh, was there any band that you were specifically kind of pulling from on this uh, single? Um, not in the sound, but like in sort of the. Uh, uh, I know you guys had said Toadies. And uh, yeah. I wanted to do something where we played the same riff a lot of times. Yeah. Even though it doesn't sound like them, like they, especially in that song that was on the list, it's like, kill, they bang that riff into your head. And yeah. we <clears throat> never do that. <laughs> I'm always the kind of like, play the riff one parts. time yep. through, and then we'll play the next riff, and then we'll play the yeah. next one, and we don't ever go back. Yeah, the like, sentence, uh, oh, that's really good, sucks that we only do that once, has been yeah. uttered probably every yeah. week, every other week. Yeah. So I, d I definitely wanted to hammer some of these parts 
in and play them over again. Now, with the math from rocker doing I've a lot of weird time signature and time changes and everything like that, um, how many time uh, signature changes are there in this song? I don't know. Like 17? 20, 20 more. 20 more than the last one. And Justin, how did this one uh, work for you on drums? Oh, this was, this a, was a fun one. This was fun. Justin was struggling a little bit. Yeah, man. I took a nap and I woke up to Justin drumming and I was like, oh, it sounds pretty good. And I go upstairs and I'm just like, are you, oh, we're like barely halfway through like recording the drum mm -hmm. parts. And then I sat there and I watched what you were doing and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what the hell? You had to like cut things in certain ways to like loop it and then. It's all it was all over the fucking place, but uh, difficult though. Difficult week for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you got That's there. Weird. You got yeah. there as always. There's some really cool shit in here. It's a wild something, at least from what I. Heard. Yeah, yeah. Because again, our thing here wild is that we do not listen to the song all the way through until we're live here with you guys. So everybody is hearing it for the first time all together. Now lyrically, the song uh, again, it's called Gloom. Um, so Zach kind of you, you said one part kind of had like a uh, what do you say Zelda feel to it, Final yeah, Fantasy. Uh, Final Fantasy, Fantasy feel to it. I was thinking like castles and swamps. I've really been I've been playing The Witcher Three, yeah, a lot. I'm thinking about it's just like a shitty swamp. That whole game takes place in <laughs> a, a shitty, shitty swamp. fucking swamp, yeah, swamp. as and opposed to good swamps. That is gloomy to me. Yeah, there are good yeah. swamps, but there's some there's darker, Those crappier are Everglades. Those are called Everglades. Those are the only good swamps. And we are losing them slowly. At least if they, that's what they told me in, like, fifth grade. Um, did we lose them yet? I don't know if we lost the Everglades. Uh, Maybe they're really slow. Really slow. We are slowly <laughs> losing the Everglades. Um, so, yeah, lyrically, I just wrote a song. You said swamp, feeling stuck. Or not feeling stuck. Uh, but but uh, but the gloom. And to me, I was like, okay, it's swampy. You're in the same atmosphere. And then I kind of got to the, okay, you're feeling stuck. And you're just super depressed, and you're not changing anything. You don't feel like you have the energy to change anything. And so, lyrically, this just became probably the most depressing song that I've written lyrics for, for us at least. Maybe for my solo stuff, I have more depressing things. Okay. Um, you struggled but, too, though, getting some of those, the, the feel of some of those time changes. Because yeah, in was, the middle of the song. verse, it changes time, and I'm just like, can, can you like take that part out or take that part out? Because there's like a like a boom, boom, boom that's happening in a weird spot. And it yeah. definitely, uh, the funny thing was the easiest part, the little bridge, took the longest to record. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, <laughs> that was the most fun for me, for sure, was one line that I had to say twice, and I just could not get the the spot and as much as we're built for speed and maybe there's some cut and paste here and there we try to get everything done as real as possible yep. um now what time did we come in at on this a little over six minutes did we hit seven minutes not seven not seven less than seven now this is still short for us six, compared 16. to last year six sixteen that's well, nothing short. last week our song was two minutes and 37 seconds so we owed you a couple more minutes yeah. after that so, uh, hey, without any further delay, let's jump right into the latest single from our album, The Epitome of Definition. This is the Brunch Weekly original single, Gloom. Enjoy, and we'll see you guys in just over six minutes. Change your mind 
and gentlemen, please welcome our next guest on Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. our brunch weekly original single and joining us here on the main camera now we have the feeling good duo alicia and krug aka boss man how we doing guys thank you so much for for joining us here thank you for having us oh hell yeah i remember uh, i was like two weeks ago three weeks ago and i'm sitting i'm like wait why the fuck i don't have have you guys on like <laughs> like we're, we're a bunch of musicians we like to do a bunch of dumb stupid shit you're a bunch of musicians i don't do. want to say you like to do a bunch of stupid, stupid shit but shit all the time. i would say you can say that you let me know what i do yes sir now uh as i said earlier uh i met you guys through uh working at the cinder um and over the last like year or so you guys have been much more uh, uh steadily involved there running the open mics and um I don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not worried. Um, I I was I was telling Justin uh, uh, earlier today there was a there was a day where um, I think it was right after Krug you jumped out of the airplane. Well, and, I had a parachute on. Nobody worried. You had a parachute and a person on you. Um, <laughs> a very small person. A very small person. That is a good point to bring yeah. up. You, six foot five. You're six five. Five five. And, and a five foot five guy was strapped to no your joke. back. Yeah. Oh my God! So one of the regulars at the bar went down and like <laughs> a couple he, of them, a couple actually. of them yeah. went down and and saw you, you know, get get like into your landing or whatever. Yeah. And um, I'm sitting there and I'm talking to one of the regulars and he goes, "Yeah, it was crazy, blah blah blah." And they're all doing the, "Why would you jump out of a perfectly good airplane?" and all that <laughs> bullshit talk. And the one guy goes, 
So I know we, we call him like Krug and Boss Man, but like, does anybody know his real name? And I was just like, oh, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't I, either. And then I, I went up to Alicia and she goes, it's, and she literally like stuttered for a half a second. <laughs> because I don't, I've never, You've never, never called him that. Never, never. Which never. immediately I was like, good, fine. I'm not being, I wanted to make sure I wasn't <laughs> I being Krug. Like, I call him Krug. Krug, yeah. boss, boss man. man. That's where it is, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I, I just always was like, I loved people that I, I knew as a nickname. And then like yeah. years later, I'd be like, wait, you have a real name? Like yeah. Slacky. We all know his name is Mark Slacky now, but for years it was just Slacky. It was Slacky. I knew Slacky. He was the the dude that worked the door at, at Jock and Jill's or at front row. My drummer. I don't know his last. You I know, know his last name until recently. I'm like, wait, Brian, what is your last name? Really? Be easy. Easy. Be easy. Yeah. So I know. Someone's like, what's his last name? I'm like, I, I don't know. know. It's not even on Facebook. It's not. Know. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Easy, isn't it? Yeah. It's be easy. I mean, yeah. It's I mean, pretty, like, it's pretty simple. It's like he's um, crew. What do you mean, real name? <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, but like with Slaggy, it was like five years into knowing him. Someone uh, and Justin, you said you had a similar uh, instance. Yeah. Where somebody was like, like, "Hey, can you go get Mark?" I'm like, "Who? Who the fuck, fuck is, is Mark? Mark?" And someone called him Mark in front of me. I looked at him. I'm like, "You liar! <laughs> <laughs> that is not your name. That is not your name." But the uh, the two of you not only are you a musical duo, but you are a couple as well. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to kind of talk about here, uh, since I don't have to eat anything disgusting tonight, we can just have a nice, relaxing drinking. It could be disgusting. Drinking, <laughs> <could> be disgusting. <laughs> I like disgusting love stories and stuff like that. That's that. I've seen Serendipity well, like twelve times. Oh Wonderful. man, don't admit that. Don't oh, that. Serendipity is a great movie. It's got it's John okay. Cusack. It's amazing. It's, right. it's come on. It's clever. I love you anyway. Um, so, uh, what is uh, before we get into your history as uh, individual musicians, the history of the two of you kind of coming together? Uh, was the couple first, or was it a duo first? It was. Uh, I hired him to work for me first. Ooh, <laughs> you were. No, and I knew it was nice. in trouble. I walked into my bookkeeper and I'm like, oh, dude, my God, dude, I'm in you trouble. can meet her right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, why he's the boss, man. Okay. Yeah, he's it's the boss. Man. You gotta give him that title. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he. So, so you hired him to uh, play with... No, no, no. As totally in, nothing to do with music. Nothing to do with pool music. Boy. A pool boy. <laughs> <laughs> like a band boy. Yeah. yeah, very nice. No, no, no. He was hired for whatever, working contracting with my company. Very cool. And then how quickly into you guys working together did you find out that he was musically inclined? Right. Oh, that was right away. Right away? Actually, I already knew about it from the person he came recommended from. But I then I went up to see him. He was in a... Duo with Andy Moses for for a long oh, time. They've been friends for a long time. Andy Moses. Yeah, they've been friends since very young. So very cool. So I went to see them a few hundred times. I think. Yeah. <laughs> showing your cards a little bit, showing up that many Totally times. not interested at, <laughs> not all. at all. So then, how long into the working and the knowing uh, uh, so that he was a musician? So you hung out and played music. Okay, so that's yeah. That's the first time I actually ever played live music. Really? Yes. Was after my request. Very cool. Right. So were she, you... She took Andy and I up to a bar up in Lake Harmony to, to, get, him a um, gig. to get us a gig. Because I know the owner. And it was a karaoke night. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, come on. Not one of my favorite things in the world to do. Go spend okay. the night playing karaoke. However, <laughs> I got she got up and sang. Yeah. And I was like... You're not, gonna You're not singing karaoke anymore. <laughs> yeah. No more. No more. I uh, so you hired was, me. So I am was, hiring you now. Yeah. To answer your question, I was six months in. And six months in. Very was the cool. first performance, and it was on Art on Main, right out on Main oh, yeah. Street, okay. at the corner of Main and Seventh. 
me, first time ever performing. And were you, uh, in your personal background then as a musician, this is like your first, like, your, your first step into it? I sang all the time, I mean, all the time. Well, well, were you in school, never... like choir or anything like nope. that? Sound choir at sixth grade. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay, that shocks me because, I mean, knowing you and having heard you sing, you come off as somebody who has just been doing this for forever. Just and a perfectionist. I keep trying and trying. I'm gonna get it well, right. Well, you gotta <laughs> hell, you gotta hell keep hell practicing. Yes. You gotta keep practicing. I mean, that's uh, it makes prefect. I think is the phrase, yeah, right? Prefect. Practice Never. makes prefect. Doesn't, I think that's what it is. Doesn't make perfect. <laughs> makes prefect. Practice um, makes pastrami. Yes. yes. <laughs> you can't make pastrami without practicing. That's Excuse a tragic you know, pastrami. Tongue sandwiches. I, I have yeah, to Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> ate those tongue sandwiches. Oh, they were so week. good. He ate tongue all week last week. That is You know, if you would have brought that to the cinder, I would have I would have tried it. <coughs> it was good. It was good. It was I mean not the part with the hairs on it, but the uh -huh. rest of it was good. <laughs> um so then uh so you you were just interested in music. You were a fan of music. Oh, you would sing, you would do karaoke and stuff like that. Yeah, but I always, like, my parents were true hippies. Like, first concert okay. I was at was Grateful Dead. So, like, my How dad, old were you for that? Uh, it was the year he died, one month before he died. Whoa! He played with Bob Dylan. Yeah. Okay. Was which stadium, I forget which stadium it was now. But I had the tickets still, actually. Uh, New York somewhere. Yeah, so that was my first concert. And so, like, they listened to everything. Yeah. All genres, from yeah. heavy metal to everything. So yeah. I just got exposed to it, I guess. That's awesome. And I didn't even realize. He'd be like, do you know this song? And I'd be like, no. And then he'd play I'm like, And then I'd, read, I'd sing all the lyrics. Like, oh, you didn't know That's this amazing. Song. <laughs> you know, funny, my, speaking of uh, Grateful Dead, because I know that's something that the both of you, uh, I mean, playing, you know, out at the, at the bars and stuff, you definitely play a lot, and you're definitely big fans of, of uh -huh. the dead. Um, my, my brother, Keith, uh, who's, who's in the chat, but whatever. Um, <laughs> he, uh, one time we were talking about how both of us, we were not dead fans. Our dad did not raise us to like that we're not really big jam band guys or anything and then he goes you know uh i don't like the dead and then he admitted to me that he didn't like tom petty and i'm looking at him i'm like maybe you just don't like music like you're a musician <laughs> and he goes the only tom petty song i like is that touch of gray song and i went yeah no you <laughs> like the dead not tom petty and he goes damn it i don't like tom petty i i don't like any tom petty songs i just like that you're not and, you're not American. You're not like Tom Petty. There you yeah. go, brother. Go. You're real close to Mexico. Leave and go. Um, but he, uh, but yeah. So both of us were, were not really raised knowing any of that uh, style of music. Um, but the the dead is definitely instilled uh, in, in what you guys do live. Like you definitely. Yeah. You know, wherever we go, they, it's the thing that actually most the most of the audience. Like yeah. at least one song. Yeah. Well, not like, and they know. might not even know it's a dead song. Yeah, yeah they like, don't. They don't Cripple realize. Creek? Cripple Creek? What there? No, that's, that's the what's band. That? That's, that's the, the band. band yeah. See, for me, you get to that era, and I'm just kind of like, yeah. yeah, it was my dad liked music up until like 70, and then he started liking music at like when Chicago and the Eagles got bad. Um, so like eighty, like he just took like a ten year gap, like know. went to Woodstock. So like I grew up like loving Chicago and loving yeah. like CCR and loving the Beatles, but yeah. the whole gap of like what happened during the seventies in anything other than radio friendly rock, like I had no, no fucking idea. clue. Um, so what about you, crew? What was your uh, growing up? What was your your influences? How did you get into music? How long have you How been did I playing get into music? Five years old, forced to play the piano. Really? Mm -hmm. yeah. But thank goodness. Hell yeah. That's one of those things that I hear people complain about it when I like yeah. when I was younger. I'd be At like, God age, damn it! I wish I was forced to do that. Yeah. I couldn't stand it. Yeah, like I would practice for the one hour right before the lesson. The whole week would go by, and I would do the same thing. So I was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't stand it. They he let wasn't me. Terrible, don't you know, I went for like a year or two. Then they let me stop. My parents and uh, I got back into it 
in junior high when everybody else was starting to play music. Okay. So I already had a foundation. Yeah. 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 And I was the only keyboard player in town. Hell yeah. <laughs> so keyboards was your, your number one. To start, yeah. That was your start. And then yeah. did you go right to guitar? Did you um, dabble in a couple other I instruments? I taught myself guitar maybe from like 10, 11 years old. I had an uncle show me a few chords, and then I just took it from there. And I figured I can't strap a piano on my back and go to college, so yeah. let's focus more on guitar. And did yeah. you go to college to do music, or was music just still a happy, fun time thing for you, and you were going to college for, quote-unquote, real In things? In my first year of college, it was I just went to college, but I took piano classes. I went back to piano, took piano classes in there. Um, classical, learned Rachmaninoff and some <coughs> Mozart. Um, but then went to culinary school. Okay. Totally, totally different. Whole other cool. So three chefs in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it does it seem to be a recurring thing. Yeah, yeah, it runs in we at have least musicians in this area. and chefs in this no, area. Because they're art. That's yeah. all art. It's, yeah. It is all art, and it's something you can do to it's pay like the, the bills while West. you're trying to do the yeah. thing you yeah. like to. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the Wild West in the way fucking working industry in a sense. At least on a more corporate side anyway. So how? So you said six months into you guys knowing each other is when the first performance happened, and then from there, were you a couple at that point, or did the couple come down a little later? We were already lived together at that point. Damn. We met in November, and we were married in August. Hell yeah! I didn't take my time. You know, (laughs) why bother? Why bother? I knew know. I knew what was going on. Hell yeah! And then, uh, so six months in, your first performance. Um, Were you immediately like, okay, like this went well? Now we're just going to try to pursue this as much as possible. We started. Yeah, we started playing. I'd say we play like once a month, twice a month, maybe. And this is only. We're only talking about three and a half years. Ago. Yeah, yeah. I'll say you guys and been married about four years. Now so it's yeah. a whole lot more than that, but uh. <laughs> definitely is. I would say that you guys not not only like your your work life, you are are hardworking in, in your work lives, which is very evident on your social media. You know, you can see that everything you're doing all the time and you're promoting it, but then. You get done with work and then you go and play gigs. You put, go and run open mics. How many open mics do you run? It's two that we run. <laughs> two that you run. Yeah, one is every week. One is every other. Okay. And then a regular gig. So sometimes, most of the times, we have three to four gigs a week. In addition to your my, open mics. My, no, no. Or including. Okay, okay, I was saying, so Jesus open. Christ, you're a psychopath. No, no, no. We have day jobs. Eight days a week. We have a day job that works seven days a week. So yeah. it's, it's tricky, but we love it. it this is not. Is it get all there, in this play, area? All it's all the way up to we the play greater all the way up. Pocono region. Yeah, we do. I we play say. Allentown. We play Lake Harmony. We play all the way up to Whitehaven. Uh, where's Mansion House? Uh, Summit Hill. Summit. All over okay. The all right. Yeah. Beyond now, Jim Thorpe. Yeah. Do you remember uh, the first song that you guys decided to work on together? Yes, because it's the name of our band. How about oh, that? Oh, feeling well, good. Feeling good. Simone. Simone. All right. I brought my guitar into work and said, <laughs> "I'd like you to sing this song." And that's why I like. This, this original that you just wrote because it has okay. a little jazz in there and oh. it has a little like sort of dubstep and it's got a little heavy. I love it. Well, that's Zach there yeah. for you. Zach uh, I love it. is it's an really, eclectic really motherfucker you. over here. Like I legitimately... This Hi, is well, thank good. you very much. Thank, thank you. you very much. Um, now, you, you play together as do you do covers and everything. Have you guys ever worked on original music? <laughs> and ha- yeah. have you ever recorded any of it? He Never. has. Well, well, yeah, I've recorded songs, but he's recorded, any of, but any of the newer tons. stuff that we've done... Tons and tons of original. Our current one is. 
With, what's the current one? Well, we wrote one? two days ago. You wrote a song two days ago and you already forgot yeah, it? I Googled group? you, baby. One? I Googled you, baby. I Googled you, baby. Oh, yeah. Just wait. It's good. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of like making fun of the whole, you know, whatever. But no, we do yeah. play actually a lot of our originals. We play one a set at least. And okay. You can squeeze it in. It depends on the bar. So we do like we have one that's damn. So like I've that. unknowingly yes. heard your singles and not and your originals and yeah. not yeah. known. Yeah, she lets me the lights on. There's some. We'll we'll play some. For yeah, them. point it out to me. Oh heck, the just ones that sometimes I play, out. Like the and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, rock songs, but I've written everything from thrash metal to country no to reggae, yeah. classical, piano, like eight minute long. Oh yeah. Position, yeah. Now for Krug, you uh, you're saying you, you wrote like thrash metal and everything like that. What were the first like bands that you got into when you were playing? When everybody else at like that age was starting to get into music, did you have like a band in high school, junior high, college, anything like that that you were like, this is the band, we're gonna do it, and this is like put all of our energy into it. Like the all band that I was in, weirdos do in high school. Uh, we played Echoes from Pink Floyd. Okay, and like, Jesus. Yeah, that was like right off the bat. All right, we're going with that. We played originals along that line. Oh, you should tell me what was in your band. Uh, I don't understand. Andy Moses was and, the guitar McClellan. player for the band. Oh, Jesus Christ. Brian Hall, uh, yeah. uh, Flying yeah. Blind. Yeah, that all money since you know, little. And That's crazy. Andy's brother, Mike, was playing bass until oh. they threw down their guitars and threw punches instead. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good way to end a band. Uh, punches. We had Hendrix and Zeppelin and. And Floyd, no, no. Uh, <laughs> you did though. Freebird. They played for their Freebird. school. And they made them play it. <laughs> that is definitely. I mean, for you guys in your experience, is that the most shouted at you thing? Is yes. it that or Slayer? Which one gets Slayer? Shouted? No. Slayer. No, it's not yeah. more often Slayer. It's just that Barry says it more times than a night. <laughs> and I guess everybody else at the bar is saying Slayer. Slayer. And have you ever learned at least a little bit of Rain and Blood or anything just no, to but, play it? But I'm ashamed to say no. No, 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 no. Uh, like, uh, we have every intention of learning some Slayer for Barry for Fourth of July. Oh, yeah, we're playing their Fourth of July. We got, yeah, I got to do uh, Angel of Death. He's got a real good scream in the beginning. And I was like, oh, ah! you'll pop and do that, right? You'll do that yeah, part. Just, <laughs> yeah, just sample Zach. Oh, I'm live. a big Slayer guy. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Now, all right. So you guys started playing together, and, and uh, how would you say that being a couple and a musical duo? How has that uh, helped you guys with communication when you when you're working on things, or oh, how has no. that been a challenge Therapy. for you? Well, she knows where to find Therapy me. Therapy time. Yes, she knows where to find yeah, you. I'm playing Asshole, guitar. get up right us. now. I actually think it's helped us like be able to tolerate each other because. We work all day together, but then we can do music together, which is an outlet. Yeah, sure. and we can do it like while dinner's cooking. So who else can do that? Like we can just hop in this room, dinner's simmering, sure. and we're just a couple just, songs, yeah, and then we'll eat, then we'll go back. It's kind of cool. Now, do you guys try to keep uh, fresh and current with uh, new songs coming out, adding to your repertoire, or I'm good looking about that. backwards and going, "I've always wanted to do this song," and pulling that in? He goes oh, back, I go forward. You go back. And you go I'd rather play phone. everything from the '50s, '60s, and '70s. Okay. But then I'll tell him, "Hey, I heard Million Reasons. We need to do that. Hey, I heard this one. We need to try to make it our own and do it." Hell yeah! So, has there has there ever been a song that you, uh, Alicia, proposed and Krug you Give just went veto? Nope, nope, nope. Uh, never doing that. Does one. that? Yeah, you veto. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, I'm the veto. Yeah. And I, yeah, I've done it a lot. I'm like, no, we're gonna do it. But then again, I've come back to it three months later. I'm like. 
oh, this sounds good. And he's like, we had it in there three months yeah, ago. Yeah. Like, so he's should, always should like, veto a song and then be like, you got to plant the seed in her like, brain. All right, I'll just totally, put it back in the book. That let that her forget <laughs> it and then remember it as her own idea like well, you know, a couple weeks later. Yeah. Got, like being in a music, a couple like people that I know that are musicians, they're like, oh, I'm dating this girl and maybe she's not into music or whatever. Like at all, yeah. to some degree. Oh, that's... They are so miserable. And yeah. I'm like, you need to find a musician <laughs> because... This works because we can't get miserable. Or at least somebody statistics. that appreciates music the exactly. way you do. Like, they might not want to be a musician. If music is your life, or... you can't have somebody yeah. that does not care about music. If that if it brings you that much joy and that much pleasure on a daily basis, exactly. talking to somebody that either hates your music or dating somebody that hates your music and, and or just yeah. does yeah. not like music at all. That blows my Those are people that I like, distance myself from. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. what do you listen to? Oh, I'm not really into music. Like, well, okay. I'm, not, it's weird. I'm not really interested in getting to know. Yeah. yeah, it's it's weird to me when uh, we had a dishwasher that worked at Jocks for a while named Jared, and I talked to him one day. I was like, "What kind of music you listen to?" He's like, oh, "I just download singles." Like a dishwasher that doesn't listen to music. Like, I mean, he, he downloads but just singles, singles, just singles. singles. Like, he didn't have a favorite band. Wow. Couldn't talk about the artist. None no, of that shit. Just, just individual found the songs. song, liked it, yeah. downloaded it. Yeah, that's that's baffling to me because I mean, I I definitely have listened to a lot of singles. There's definitely dozens, hundreds, probably. I mean, the amount of, of just putting on a fucking radio. Yeah, and listening I mean, to yeah, singles. Just you hear things, just but if something singles. gravitates, if I gravitate towards something, if I go, oh, this is this is phenomenal, I then become a, a nerd about them yeah, for the next day. How old the dishwasher? I don't know, 17? Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. There's such a difference in how yeah, people consume I mean, music yeah, these yeah. days. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this yeah. was this was at least seven years, seven, eight, eight years, ago. years ago. But still, like, the, it, you grow up in the time but period still. of things being released mostly as singles. Yeah. We kind of went backwards in the music industry. It used to only be singles. Yeah. Well, and now then, it's yeah. making a resurgence of albums, full And albums. the last, like, 10, 15 years seem to be mostly singles. Obviously, they were off of albums. But people push them a lot more. Well, because all those companies were making a dollar a fucking single. Yep. So, yeah, yeah buy singles. Buy cost. fucking yeah. singles. And here's buy your them. 10 cents. It's yeah, the here's your 10 cents too, band that Good did job for writing work. a song. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you. Thank you for giving us this money to make. Here's a nice shiny nickel. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to make even a nickel. A nickel? Zach's right. <laughs> just upset because he writes all this music for the show and we don't pay him. Yeah. Or me or Justin. This is all for free. Send a bill. Send for the love, for the love of the music. Yeah. Because music, yeah. that's the thing about musicians. Music always is going to come first. Yeah. Sure. I understand that. I mean, any time that we do anything, we're like, this isn't making money. But if it does, cool. cool. Like, if down the road we have to worry about contracts and fucking, like, you know, giving rights to people yeah. shit, like, that's a fun problem. I mean, to we've have gone down through the, the proper loopholes for, like, full albums when we did with Remy. Because yeah. Remy was like, I want to push this. I want to possibly yeah, make money AMI, one day right? or whatever. Uh, well, I mean, he, the whole BMI thing. And BMI? One of, yeah, one of the companies. But, uh, I mean, we actually sent the songs out, like, got them in the Library of Congress and all that shit. So that album is, oh. like, le fully legit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whoa, like, whoa. Yeah. Because Humble he wanted to... <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean, it's super cheap. You can put, like, 50 yes. songs on yeah, for, like... Or it's, like, 200 songs on for 70 bucks. Yeah, you know what I mean? Expensive. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. It's just a process. It takes 11 months. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like... Child could be born first. People, pretty much, but I mean, like, you have to figure the amount of submissions that they're probably yeah, getting oh God, and have yeah. to go through that shit. Yeah. And if you're submitting multiple things, I mean, if you're submitting, like, a song, it'll probably take you a couple months. 
who's submitting like multiple albums probably going to take 11 months for them to go through that shit and clear it you know what i mean but yeah. something to know if you want to release music like and want to put it in well, the library of congress and stuff like that do that um no but i mean it's the only way to fully protect your music yeah, if you're worried yeah. about yeah. it so yeah what somewhere. we have on uh, on uh, uh apple music or whatever is in the library in the library of congress i yeah. feel good about that library you know my kind of lady but uh if you want to steal anything that we've ever played on the show then i guess they can steal it you could definitely probably steal it for sure now uh alicia you said your first Mm -hmm. concert ever was the grateful dead now that was you brought by your parents correctly now what uh (laughs) what was the first one that you opted that you were like, I'm gonna go see this band with your friends solo, anything like that. <laughs> I'm really excited. Wait, that's is it? New Kids on the Block? No, it's none. Okay, it's legit none. 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 Every time I went to a concert, I was invited by somebody else. It wasn't. You never go to a concert. I worked day and night always my whole life. Yeah. And then I had my daughter pretty young. So yeah. That, okay. Well, that, that adds up. Yeah. Now, is there any artist then that you've always been like, oh, I really want to see them, and I've never gotten a chance to see them? That is still alive and the option of seeing. Um, I guess it would be, it would be probably well still alive. Mm. I guess well, it'd be. She'd want to see Adele. I'd want to see Adele. Oh, oh Adele. Adele, but that's modern. But like yeah. not alive, Patsy Cline. So totally different. So yeah, get, like definitely different. Right. Now for you, Krug, what was your first concert that you ever went to? Dinosaur Junior. Really? Oh, that's hell awesome. yeah! Got to see Jay Baskin. What year? Several times actually, but yeah. um, that would have been ninety. Five or six. So like right after Reality Bites and that whole soundtrack, they're like top of the world for them at that right. point. Yeah. yeah, but I I didn't watch Reality Bites. No, you knew like the the you're living all over me and everything like prior to that. Yeah. All of it. I was huge into them riding on the bus to basketball games and everybody else is listening to oh, hip hop. Did you play basketball? At, oh myself, really? Listening to Dinosaur Six or five, Junior really? and, yeah, and like no other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that was well, you opted to go to that your, oh, yeah. yourself. And oh yeah, so that you was, got to go me to and all my friends. You picked. I, somebody told me about it, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm in on that. We're Hell going yeah. to this." So in that era, what other bands of that like uh, of that feel of that genre? Were you like a Sunny Day Real Estate fan? Did you get into any of the other like weird? I guess it's like the first wave of emo or whatever they call it nowadays retroactively, but like that that <laughs> not hair metal, not 80s rock, the precursor to kind of like the grunge and everything, because Dinosaur Jr. set a stage in a weird way for people to make alt rock. Because they were Jay Maskus solo like crazy. Yeah. And, uh, like, their songs are very punk and aggressive and grunge and, and almost hardcore, even. Some of them, like the earlier, yeah. very experimental. Mm-hmm. Sure. Loved it. Sure. But uh, I guess close enough to that would have been My Bloody Valentine. Okay. But I, yeah. you couldn't have gone to see them. Yeah, yeah. So, Did you get into uh, Sonic Youth ever? And I've seen them, yes. Yeah. Saw them with Ween. We oh, oh was actually yes. playing uh, New York in February fifteenth, really? fourteenth and fifteenth. I oh, actually served fun. breakfast to Kim and Thurston. Wow, where at? Me. Oh damn! And I had to open up a brunch at the restaurant I was running up there, and they came in, and I was like, 
they look so fucking familiar. And it's an open kitchen, and they're sitting right in front of me. And I'm like, they look so familiar. And this is pre-Google Box where you can just go, what is oh, yeah. It? yeah, like this look was through in, all like, of your this fucking was pictures in on, on 2001 or two or three. Like, Damn, yeah. Early. Yeah, you didn't have uh, a smartphone sitting there. Oh, no. Yeah. Smartphone wasn't born yet. Nope, nope, um, nope. And they left. And a server came in to work her late shift. And she's like, oh, my God, I just walked past Kim and Thurston. And I just slapped myself in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Steak I was about oh, to put on the grill. Yeah. I couldn't oh, believe it. Well. I was uh, like, I just served him breakfast. <laughs> Damn. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> now, um, since, Alicia, you say you've never uh, opted to go to a concert, you've never picked the concert, has there ever been a concert that you have forced her to go to that she had no interest in going to and despised the event? And can I can I can I plug it? Uh, plug it. <laughs> Go ahead. Plug it. So I, don't know I listen was... to Fish all the time because he okay. listens to Fish all the time. I think they are the world's worst singers, and they get, they get false hope to everyone. <laughs> oh, Trey's so sad. <laughs> However, right now. His, no, their music does. is amazing. Yeah. Until I went, till he forced well not forced me. Of course, I bought him tickets to go to this concert, and I went and I went. Holy shit. They're not bad. Like, I was shocked. You got it. You Three figured seconds it out. Three seconds of the song, yeah. I was like, and that's what or it whatever. You've got to go see them live, and holy shit, that I get is, it. I was, I was blown away. That is definitely one of those bands that, if somebody invited me to go see them live, I'd be like, sure. Because I feel like, in a way that, in a totally different but similar way, a band like Kiss. I would. I don't sit around listening to Kiss, but I would go see Kiss live. Yeah, Kiss I would go see anybody live. in Allentown. Oh, Jesus right now, Christ. Kiss is Actual playing in Allentown. Yeah, right now. <laughs> okay, All right, show over. <laughs> show over. <laughs> Wrap it up. Here we go. I mean, we saw that cover band. Yeah, there's the cover band. The cover band was terrible. Oh man. Thirty, maybe forty. Forty concerts of Fish. A maybe. fish. Wow. Yeah. See, you remi- he reminds me of Spencer. That Spencer yeah. is. Him and Gloria are both so. They go to see Fish two Spencer's or three times. Spencer's the gentleman a year. that plays the one for would, solo on our opening theme yeah. song. Times a year. I would love to go see him as many times as I could, country. but two or three times a year. Is I'd that your number one that you've seen the most? Have you seen for anybody sure. more than that? Yeah. I don't, who else would be around? And, nah, you never like, know. Rat Dog, further, <laughs> any any variations of those uh, leftovers? John Mayer leftovers. and the Grateful John Dead. Now, how do you feel that you guys like the Grateful Dead? How do you feel about John Mayer and the Grateful Dead? He has a secret relationship with him, and oh. I... <laughs> wait, wait. I, I, heard, I, heard, I, heard, I heard he's a pervert. Bring it back. Does <laughs> John Mayer think your I'll body is a wonderland? <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of. Uh, yeah. No, I don't particularly like him. Because your body, your body is a wonderland is about six foot five. That's what they say. Your body. It's just, it, no one sounds like that. I, when love, sing. I love John Mayer. I got a man crush on John Mayer. Yeah. Yeah. See, there it is. There it is. Hey. He's open. He's open for invitation. I think it is fine to have a man crush on John Mayer. Totally. I always shit talk to him left and right because he came out while I was in high school, and I was like, "Oh my god, his body is a wonderland." <laughs> Fuck this shit. Um, and then I saw him on Chappelle show. And he's just improvising, just like noodling all over the place. And I was like, oh, he's a oh, guitar he player yeah. that wrote a couple of songs yes. that were catchy, but yeah. he is a guitarist. I'm kind yes. of with you on that. I didn't yeah. see the Chappelle show thing, but I saw, or I, I listened to him do his, uh, he had a trio, the John Mayer trio. Yeah, yep. yeah. And that's that when really I'm like, good. all right, respect. Yeah. Like, and totally changed my when mind he was announced to be a part of the Grateful Dead, did you what? What were your thoughts? Were you on board with him at that point, or were you kind of like, "This is a bad move" or oh, a cash grab? Was or anything it with like the Grateful that? Dead, or was it just with 
Bobby. We're getting real dead here. Yeah, we're getting real dead. I don't. I always. I thought that it was being billed as the Grateful Dead with John Mayer, but uh, mm-hmm. like like taking the the Jerry role. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's it's pretty much either Rat Dog or I actually or had this conversation earlier today with the electrician that. that came to our yeah. house, who's a big deadhead. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. might uh, want to recheck that electrical work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can o- you can always smell them coming. He couldn't, <laughs> yeah. he couldn't, what he couldn't finish because of the snake and a, yeah, and a rat, a snake <laughs> and a mouse. Like, Caught a mouse wrapped around the inside of the, electrical yeah, PCNL box like, outside. What? Wait, yep. Oh, oh, this is real. Oh, okay. Yep. So, Damn. I'm not flicking any light switches when we so go. So anyway, no, oh. I'm not a fan of John Mayer taking. Yeah, you're not Jerry, a fan of that. Jerry's, His guitar Jerry's playing is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, His God, singing. Yeah. I don't want to hear him singing any Jerry songs. No, Jerry's is definitely not. When the Grateful Dead 50 came along, the Fare Thee Well tour. Yeah. I was pissed that Trey didn't get to sing more songs. And Bobby sang Jerry's parts. Uh, we're getting yeah, we're getting, you're getting you're getting real in depth there. Now I always I know with Touch of Grey at least uh, that 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 is Bob singing the majority of the song, and yeah. then he didn't want to be the person in the music video, so that's when they had Jerry just like we'll just have your skeleton be the one that's singing, mm-hmm. yeah, and we'll make it look like it's you, and then that's kind of I mean obviously twenty years into them or fifteen years into them being in a band mid eighties, uh, but yeah. that's kind of what like rose him above everybody else all of a sudden on this visual platform yep. we're seeing this guy and then obviously you get things like Cherry Garcia Jerry that kind of Skeleton yeah yeah, yeah Jerry Skeleton <laughs> Jerry... if they had only waited 10 years they could have done it for real Jerry was oh, also man. twice as large as any other man in that yes. band so yeah. oh my yes. god and I feel like he just always just wore like just any t-shirt sweatpants and, and sweatpants uh, exactly he was just kind of like eh, oh, I mean I mean uh, his best pop I've, up though I've become that though his <laughs> best pop up though I only wear sweatpants gray up a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah okay, just a touch just a touch I mean his best pop up was in uh Half baked. <laughs> Jerry's ashes. Yeah. Jerry's. Oh my you god! I forgot about that. He pops up. I need to rewatch that. In that movie comes up all the time, and I never yeah. fucking remember anything about that. I just remember yeah. like you ever it's seen so Five Dollar Bill on weed. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like the, I remember John Stewart in that movie, and that's pretty yeah. much it. It's such a good movie. And, uh, what's uh, Janine Garofalo? Janine yeah, Garofalo yeah. I remember her in that movie because yeah. I hate her. And then is that the one that has? Is that the one that uh, uh, Stephen writes the dude on the couch or the dude in the closet? What a what a perfect use of his talents! Yes, yeah. just slow and stupid. Let's make. I think he has two in lines in the whole thing. Oh my god. <laughs> And he probably got billed right alongside half of. He probably uh, got paid more than anybody else. In yeah, because everybody that was in that movie knew how good Stephen Wright was. Stephen Wright is brilliant. Not to go off on a tangent with Stephen Wright, but Stephen Wright had this one bit that I always fucking loved. That was about um, uh, I was hitchhiking and you gotta say like Stephen Wright. I was hitchhiking and I uh, a tractor trailer pulled over and he had uh, 18 cars that he was towing along with him and he goes hey just pick a car and get in and I got in and we picked up like 10 more people we were speeding down the road and then we got 17 speeding tickets <laughs> and it's literally like the joke is probably 5 minutes longer than that yeah. but it's just this slow delivery. long delivery yeah. to nothing yeah. like the precursor to Mitch Hedberg like just like yeah. just slow sure. slow and dry 
Oh my god. That's heroin, bud. That is heroin. That is what it will do to you. Bringing it back to Jerry Garcia. Okay. <laughs> Diabetes. If you got it, don't do heroin. That's what we're saying there. All right. Well, hey, before we go off on too many crazy tangents, I just want to say thank you very much to the two of you for being thank here and letting us chit chat with you. We'll definitely, guys, uh, we'll have you back on in the future. Um, is there anything upcoming? Any any gigs or anything that you want to plug? Cinder Thursday. Cinder Thursdays. <laughs> and what other open mics do you have? Wednesday night? No, it's uh, second and fourth Tuesday of every month at the sunset. Oh, right. Yeah, because that's why yeah. you were available this week. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And then we're at American Legion in Memory Town on the 28th. And do you have any social media presence for of the course, Feeling Good duo that you'd like to plug? I love Facebook. Um, you do? And I love to be stalked. Love it. So find us. Find Alicia. I mean, Feeling the band. Good. Feeling Good. You can find us that way, or you can find Alicia. I'll still accept you, even if I don't know. Just don't send me any penis. But you know, you might need to make a secret. Uh, <laughs> no dick pics. No dick pics. No Trust dick pics. Before Facebook I'll send you one back. It's like an every other day thing. Really? Yes, I probably have more penises in my. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 hey. Don't stop that sentence. Don't stop that sentence. Dude. <laughs> I always, me. I always thought, what is wrong with people? Like, like how do you that's how you say hello no but they say hi first oh or they give you the wave like the wave button and then just a straight and up picture like, of your penis and then I don't answer sometimes because yeah. you look like a weirdo I'm just like nah I'm not going to answer you I'll, otherwise I say hi but yeah. if you look weird I don't know if you're yeah. not from Stroudsburg I'm not know. Yeah. and then next thing I know this I wake up in the morning my wiener one guy I had to restrict my page put his entire like he was in a thong speedo on my wall <laughs> whoa so I'm like okay I guess I gotta restrict what goes my wall without accepting it because Jesus Christ I woke up in the morning dick. I woke up in the morning there's like 200 <laughs> likes and I'm like I don't even know the guy. International winners. <laughs> I didn't ask for this one. Oh, That's brave. Jesus. You know, I, I I don't get I've that. I've never sent a picture of my wiener to <laughs> anyone. To, to, to anyone. I'm yeah. smart man. Maybe I, once, but that was to someone <laughs> someone I knew very well who wanted a picture of my wiener. And you still wouldn't do it. And you still wouldn't do it. Well, I did it, but uh, I would, I would never think to do that to someone I didn't. Intimately, if you haven't no, seen my penis know? already, I don't want to send you a picture. That's weird. That's, That's crazy. strange. <laughs> I don't get. It. I've never understood the dick pic thing because it's like, I mean, maybe it's because I don't have a great dick for pics. But I mean, it, look, it's, I'm a lady. I'm telling you, we don't want to see it. It has a purpose. Yeah. And the, that moment is when I want to see it. Otherwise, don't say yeah. it. Yeah. They're not pretty. I don't care if it's 25 inches long. It's still not It's still not Wait, wait. <laughs> if it's 25 inches long, I, 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 mean, I, I got to go to the gym. I want to see I got to go to the gym. I got to go to the gym and stretch my dick out a little bit. Just tie weights to the end of my cock. Oh, the, the local place will be out of pockets, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, God. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you, for Robert. joining us, yeah. and I'm so sorry about men. <laughs> I'm just sorry about men in general. Um, but every week we like to wrap up our show. We have a brother sister, as I call our brother sister love podcast. Let me ask you a question. It's meant to sound ancestral. Yes, it does. Um, they are three of my great friends from high school. They are released every single Monday, along with our podcast for the Moot TV Monday drops on Apple Podcasts and mm -hmm. Stitcher for Podcasts. And every week, uh, the host of this show, Anthony, asks a question that is ridiculous and all over the place. And uh, I 
at least for this season, I am going to be asking you the question from the most recent episode of Let Me Ask You a Question to tie it all in together. Mm-hmm. Now, this week, they didn't actually have an episode that they released, so I'm going back a couple of months. But let's just kick it all off. Our final little special ditty for everybody here. Our final segment, Let Me Ask You a Question from Let Me Ask You a Question. Hit it, Justin. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. From. Let me ask you a question. met them in probably isn't their natural form who knows what it is it's probably some other you know otherworldly being or maybe it was a man or a woman maybe it was a goat maybe it was a dog first and they figured out the magical powers but would you knowingly have sex with a shapeshifter knowing that they could change at any moment i wouldn't you wouldn't (laughs) no as as the only woman in the room there's probably more specific reasons as to why you would not want that to happen. Would you like to go in depth on any detail as to why you would Pray not tell. want to shape Because all of a sudden, that nice six-incher turns into that 25-incher that you don't care about. And whoop, ripped in half. There you go. Oh my god. It could I think be I was bad. more worried about it being like an animal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Like, I don't need a bull. Like I mean, even though you were a bull <laughs> yeah. Halloween outsider, I, I just. It's like, because you could start off as John Stamos for you, like John Stamos 1998. <laughs> but knowingly that And then all of a like sudden a, you a could just mouse. turn into a, yeah. a mule. Or Frog, yeah, a frog. Yeah, and nobody sure. wants a frog up in that. Nobody awesome. wants a frog up in that. Yeah, no. So awesome. you're. Oh. <laughs> He'd be in your kingdom. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Now, so a definite no. Just a definitive no from you. Definitive no. Now, Krug, Krug, as a man, as a man, you, you know, you, you can convince them, maybe, if you got to be oh, good he's friends so convincing. with them. Convincing. He's convincing. so alien. Who would he I don't need convincing. I try everything twice. Try everything twice. <laughs> I like Just that. Just to make sure like you that. do or don't like it, yeah. I'm thinking good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just whatever you do, lubricate. Um... <laughs> Because then you won't try it twice if you don't. Um, but yeah, so and, and, and would you, would you knowingly have sex with a shapeshifter? I just answered your question. You I would. Like you would twice. twice. <laughs> you would twice. All right, Justin. What about you? What are you thinking on this? Yeah, probably. You would do it. You would yeah. do it. Now, what if in the middle of the shapeshifting they started changing into like weird demonic creatures or like weird things? Definitely. I'm coming so fast. Well, <laughs> Justin brought up the idea of when they orgasm, assuming the shapeshifter has you know the ability to orgasm sure. and climax. Uh, maybe that's when they lose control. And they're, you're, you're, you're like, if, if you're a dude and you're with a lady and you're like, okay, yeah, give me Scarlett Johansson 2008. And they shapeshift into Scarlett Johansson 2008. And you're going to town. Everything's great. Everything's wonderful. You're both about to come at the same exact time. And all of a sudden, she slash he slash it just starts, like, shaking. And it goes quickly, like, Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr., a brick house. Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr., or a brick house. And then all of a sudden, you, it ends and you just have a brick house on top of you. You know what the worst part about the whole thing? Thing would be though what? is if you end up you're like okay 
but then get weirded out? How do you know that they actually left? They can turn into anything. Yeah, they can turn into the lamp in the corner, right? Yeah. They well, yeah, do no, an, yeah, inanimate like, objects. Like Odo from, uh, oh, no, from Deep Space Nine. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, it turns into like the pot, like the liquid shit. Yep, yeah. yep. That would be awesome. Alex Max status. Because you could just, you could just bang a pile of liquid that had sex organs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's oh, like, now we know what your It's like a hump is. of mercury. Zach wants to a fuck a puddle with a pussy. With that's what it's like. A puddle of pussies. A puddle of pussies. A pile of a puddle Like I said, I'll try anything twice. Anything oh twice. A puddle of pussies. Here Only we go. Two, Anybody want to start a puddle of mud cover band? Called puddle of pussies? We'll just do it real soft. We'll just do it real soft. The way a puddle of pussies like. It's soft. Oh, well, you gotta Zach. dress up in corpse paint. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's Zach. how you feel after. When the shapeshifters done, okay, they've changed their final formation. Yeah. How are you gonna feel after? I That's what you gotta think about. You gotta think about that, Zach. Are you down with the I'm shapeshifter? So in, yeah. You're so in. Because Zach has already stated in this season that he's never had a sexual experience that has left him feeling good afterwards. So maybe the shapeshifter is where to go. Maybe it is. That's terrible. It's more uh, I, in this I, it is terrible. It's sad. It's sad. Sad to introduce him to some yes. ladies. Um, I uh, I feel like I would want to build up a good like anytime I've had sex with somebody I want to build up a long awkward relationship with them beforehand I want them to like me as a human being and then I want to exploit uh, what they're good for um, so I would be like alright so um, if you could give me Lindsay Lohan 2005 right now that would be amazing and they could just change like that wait right? a minute was Lindsay Lohan 18 in 2005 I don't care. I was 19, <laughs> so it would have been fine. So for me, whatever. And then it got into that thought of like, hey, we can start curbing some really shitty behavior you know, people and just start being like, hey, are you a pervert that has a really weird fetish? We've got these, I guess, enslaved now, but we've got these... Uh, enslaved shapeshifters sex over workers. Here. Uh, these shapeshifting sex workers. Say that uh, 40 times fast. I think it'd still be Ooh. wrong if you were having sex with a shapeshifter and you wanted them to take the form of a young yes. person. I think that would still... It would be wrong. Even though would technically you, they're not... They're not. They're not the Olsen twins when they were on Full House. Yes. If well, it looked like it and it felt like it, it's wrong. Well, according to the it's Christian, wrong. Christian beliefs and laws, if you thought it, you'd done it. So if you've done it, you've oh definitely goodness, done no it. I, catch fire I mean, the uh, other thing that we were talking about is do they have the same voice? Or is it just yeah, like a deep voice or whatever? Marilyn Monroe, that would be awesome. Is it yeah. still like Joe? He's like, yo, I'm Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> also, would you go for dead people? Would you go for dead, like currently dead people? Or would you go for like us? Dead people? Oh, like a corpse? Yeah. Like You're a trying to fuck a corpse? No, 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 no. Like I don't mean like a Henry corpse. I mean now. like somebody that has been deceased. Yeah. But you have the Like would I fuck Albert Einstein? Maybe. I mean, but that's just for the would He'd be fucking you. Could I double team someone with Humphrey Bogart? It's that all would be awesome. I've heard rumors. <laughs> Humphrey Bogart, yeah, man. Yeah, what about good. doing things wrong? Like, can you be Leonardo DiCaprio with a vagina? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you can shape shift. You can switch the shapes. So you're like, can you give me Leonardo DiCaprio with a vagina? Yeah, with like, a vagina. Oh, my God. We just opened up a whole new portal of wonderful, wonderful pornography that's going to exist soon in the future. I don't, um, I don't want it, man. You don't want it? I don't want it. 
Daddy! Call it sure Daddy. Daddy out there. Of that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, it probably is. I want to say thank you, everybody, for tuning in live tonight. Thank you, everybody, for listening in the future on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher for Podcasts. Uh, I want to give a big thank you again to Sweet Nest. Check them out on yeah, Instagram right. at Sweet Nest PA. Uh, we will again be having the uh, single, uh, one of the singles from A Fire with Friends off of the Split EP with Sweetness uh, called Bearings. That'll be next week, so make sure you join us next week. Is it Bearings? Like, B-E- I've lost my bearings? A- yes. or like I've lost my bearings. Uh, you know, that old Ford needs some new wheel bearings. I think it's I've lost my bearings. <laughs> Either way, I think it's bearings. It's bearings. It's smell the same? I'm not a smell. It's not the bearings <laughs> straight. I know that much. Uh, but we'll be playing them, and next week we will also be uh, joined by uh, Amy McMahon, who is a uh, a local. I'll just say it now. I'm going to coin it for her. She's a, a local yoga guru. Um, oh so God! It's a shapeshifter uh, and a shapeshifter. So and whatever ready. shapeshifter may be in whatever and whatever she shows up, I'm just going to get a random person to do the interview. Well, are we doing yoga on the show? With a uh, she on, might show us some things, but I don't know. Are we doing yoga? yoga in this do I don't. We got to eat doing. yogurt and do yoga. Yogurt with yoga. Yoga with Lori's yogurt. Lori's fun though. Lori's yeah. Yeah, I'm a lube so, up with Greek yogurt. <laughs> would it be the first time? Oh, my God. Oh, Lori, you're in for it. But, yeah, so that's <laughs> next week. Uh, you can join us for that. Uh, again, a big shout-out to the Feeling Good Duo. Thank you Thank so you. much for joining Thanks us. For Thanks for bringing here, guys, that screwball. Screwball. Yeah, if you like peanut butter, you like whiskey, just drink screwball. You really don't need anything else in your life. <laughs> um, it's a sad, wonderful, sad truth. Um, and then, as always, check out uh, from Moot.tv, White Wasabi, and let me ask you a question. A big shout-out to our super producer, EJ5000, for getting us out every single Monday, along with, let me ask you a question, uh, Eric and, and Greg, a man on there. Big thank you to Mr. Justin Olimpedo yeah, for putting everything together. Anytime. And, as always, Mr. Zachary. Shapeshift. Man. Storm it. That was a dating call. Oh. Alright, we'll be back next week, 9 o'clock on Tuesday here on the Houseboat Time with you Jones for another yeah. episode of Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. Again, we'll be having music from A Fire with Friends and in studio, Amy Lee McMahon will be here and maybe yeah. she'll make us stretch ourselves. At yeah. least at least mentally. She'll yeah. stretch you. She'll, she'll stretch you. us. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you again for choosing to listen to us. We know you have many options of things to do, and you don't have to do this. You can also uh, now watch uh, the short clips. And we're going to be releasing YouTube. short clips. Yeah, we're going to be releasing short clips throughout the week. Every couple of days, we're going to be putting out uh, different little clips, our single, the guest segment, all of that. So, again, thank you so much for joining us. We will see you guys next week. As always, here is our closing theme song to play us out. Fuck you. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Bye guys. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I? Kelsey Grammer. If I could only drink like him, we're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be weak We're gonna write a new one every week Some will be solid, some will be total experimental Pieces 
Yeah.